What is up and welcome back to the Double A Sports Show, a a Sports Show. I am your host, Anthony Cortez, and I'm joined alongside my two good friends and co-hosts, Mr. Alexander Ashley. What's going on, fellas? And Mr. Kevin Rowe. You're welcome. Appreciate you showing up, Kev. There is something to say there, and I will say it because, <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit of CFP this week uh, again, but before we do so, let's talk about our friends real quick at Baseballism. Hey, it's almost Black Friday time, boys. So go support our friends over at Black Friday or at, over at Baseballism. They're an all baseball related and coding company for baseball people. If you're a baseball fan, you should be wearing Baseballism. It's America's brand, official off the field brand for baseball. Um, I'm going to keep this very short and simple. Besides that, visit them at baseballism.com. And while you're there, use our code AA Sports for first time listeners. Uh, sorry, initials AA SPORTS for a 15 to 15% discount off your first order. There's free shipping available on orders of $100 or more for domestic only. Sorry, international fans, if we have any. Um, their Black Friday sale is going to start Thursday night, so Thanksgiving night. And this will hopefully be out by then. So keep an eye on that. Thursday night at about 8, p- 8 p.m. Oh. Eastern time. It ends Tuesday, November 30th. So they're giving you a good – they're giving you the whole weekend pretty much to so have at it. Everything's going to be marked down, and they always have new releases uh, for Black Friday, so go check those out as well. Um, but again, I say the same thing every week. Just please keep supporting your local and small businesses out there. There's people are still businesses are still struggling out there, whether you want to believe it or not. And please still be kind to your small businesses because I guarantee you they're shorthanded. So please keep supporting all local and small businesses and be kind out there. Baseballism.com, it's America's brand. Thank you, boys. Um, first of all, before we get started, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Um we, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but I, I mean, while we're on the, while, while I bring up the topic, man, I'm just, I'm thankful that we're doing this still four years in and we have six ish <laughs> weekly listeners that still tune in, whether it's Isaiah, whether it's Mr. Ashley, whether whoever it is, those are the only two I'm aware of that listen weekly. I don't think is. my dad listens anymore. <laughs> 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 too busy man anyways whoever whoever you are out there we appreciate you we appreciate you rocking with us i mean the pandemic hit us hard and we just we had to make the decisions to do this distancy and um eventually one day we will be back in the same room i'll say that uh but uh, uh thank you for continuing to rock with us continuing to tune in regardless of the quality because we just love doing this we love doing this regardless of who listens so I'm thankful for you boys. You know, I love you guys so much. And um, I'm thankful that we get to, we get to do this and our, our, our wives let us do this every week pretty much. And uh, yeah. So thank you. All right. I guess I'm the only one that's thankful. New CFP think new CFP rankings are out. And uh, as I alluded to in the highlights in part one, there's a new top four ish. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole 25. I'm just going to mention uh, Georgia is still at number one because I don't think anybody's going to beat them this year. Might as well just crown them national champs now. Ohio State number two, Alabama number three, and Cincinnati, a group of, a group five school, finally cracks the top. Finally cracks the top four CFP rankings, the actual playoff rankings. Um, for the first time ever. And I say ever because the CFP has only been around for, I don't know how many years, but not that long, I would say. And, um, uh, but there's a few notice a few noticeable games in there this past week, Mich- uh, Ohio state absolutely just made a dominant win statement over Michigan state. 
Um, Cincinnati won a, a one big against SMU, which I was honestly surprised SMU didn't put up a bigger fight. I was pulling for SMU because uh, obviously I'm a UTSA fan and alumni, so I was you know needed some help there. Although it wasn't going to be much help, but anyways. Um, any other games that y'all saw? I, I will say UTSA staying at number 22. Uh, not surprised at all by that. I don't see them finishing top 20. It just, it's, I just, it's not going to happen. Um, just happy to see that they're still nationally ranked. Um, any, any games out there, Alex, that you saw, man? Uh, I was able to watch a few, a um, couple things I thought interesting. Georgia versus Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Georgia put up the same numbers that uh, Ohio State did against seventh-ranked Michigan State. Now, I don't know if that says more about Georgia or about Michigan State, but I did find that to be pretty interesting. Uh, one thing I also found interesting was, and we talked about it the episode before, what I said was one of the things that Cincinnati needs to have happen is Oregon needs to lose to Utah once badly or twice. And what happens? Oregon goes to Utah and loses by 31 points, um, which was perfect. Now, Notre Dame has also been looking really good. I uh, really am kind of keeping a close eye on Oklahoma State because the CFP committee did say that if Oklahoma State is to go win out, win their Big 12 championship, um, because they still do have to play 10-ranked Oklahoma uh, at home, and then go on to play what is probably going to be Baylor maybe um, for the big 12 that that could potentially catapult them uh, into uh, into the, 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 the CFP. Um, and of course, you know, I'm low key pit fan. I've been liking that for a few years. I don't know why. I think I like the uniforms to be honest, but it's cool to see them be Virginia go nine and two. Uh, uh, I hated that Iowa state beat Oklahoma cause I hate Oklahoma more than like anything. Uh, but also kind of, I don't know if it's cool or not per se, but the Clemson tigers, uh, they're now eight and three with a chance to go nine and three. They're playing South Carolina. Who's not very good. And the three losses they have came to, uh, Pitt, who is still ranked, Georgia, who is still ranked, and then NC State, who was ranked for a little while. Um, so I think that is kind of telling for the program that we thought for a while that Clemson was just like this now trash program, but it looks like they're not that bad. They're just maybe missing a key piece or two. Um, but I just, I just, I, I found those, those are kind of my interesting highlights, I guess. Texas State sucks. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you this and I think I know the answer. Well, I know my answer. I don't know. Well, yeah. Does Texas still make a bowl? If they win the last week, they go five and six for this, for this year. Do they still make a bowl without even Uh, being bowl eligible? Mind you fans out there listening, you have to win six games to be bowl eligible. Technically. There's a lot of bowls out there though, dude. I was like, yeah, I think last year there was quite a few bowls that had teams that were not bowl eligible um, who went out. and uh, They definitely don't make the Alamo Bowl again. No, I, I honestly think that they probably don't. Um, I think there's a lot of really good teams. I think what you might actually see is a lot more uh, group of five teams making some more major bowls. Um, 
in so much as that we're seeing there's a lot of talk about all of these smaller schools and i think that you're it, because there's so much talk that uh bowls are going to pick those guys because they're going to be highly watched they're going to pick a group of five they might not have and pit them against the you know the 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 power five you know what i mean it, are they capable of winning are they going to win um and they're going to get a lot of views because of it because that's what everybody wants to see right now everybody wants to see uh you know, Cincinnati, everybody wants to see Cincinnati get into the college football playoffs. Everybody wants to, you know, see the, uh, what was it, UCFs and the, the the smaller guys get a shot. You know, people are going to say, well, does UTSA deserve a better bowl game? Or does, you know, all these guys deserve better bowl games because of, because of the conversations that are being had about them. Um, so I, I don't think they even make a bowl this year. I would agree. The only reason they make a bowl is for their brand, but at this point, how much is their brand worth this year? Well, it's still I, a lot because of who it is. And the fans travel well. That's the kicker. Yeah. Texas fans travel really well. And that's what these guys need. They need people to come to their random and remote destinations, even if it's like the Brigham, Alabama Steel Bowl game or the Lawrence, Topeka, Kansas Sunflower Corn game. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. They will go to that. You know, I mean, this just this might just be me griping about it. But is there anything to be said about? And I'm, it, you know, obviously UTSA still eleven and zero, sitting at number twenty two, but ten and one San Diego State and ten and one Houston, uh, down at the very bottom of you know the rankings when there are multiple, and I mean eleven through. 11 through 20, two losses or more. I mean, and we all know why, but I mean, is there anything else other than strength of schedule for an argument there? If that makes any sense. I mean, I think there's a better one for Houston because Houston did at one point play a ranked SMU at home and won 44 to 37. They lost to Texas Tech first game of the year. <clears throat> So it's fair to say at this point, Alex, that like really your only chance of of competing at that, you know, top 15 level or being not competing, I shouldn't say competing, but your only chance of being at that top 15 level is to play ranked opponents. But playing ranked opponents is a little bit out of your control because (laughs) you don't control who you play. Well, you do as the coach because you schedule the games, which, by the way, in 2022, UTSA will play the University of Texas. And so, Tennessee, and we have Tennessee next year. So, yes, you do. You know what I mean? Um, maybe not that particular year, but yes, you do. You know what I mean? I mean, you uh, do, but you, you don't have control over the rankings. So it's like when you, I, do, you win, that's how you control. You know, what I mean? uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but you got to hope that your opponents are winning too. Right. And that's the kicker. That's why Notre Dame looks really good because their only loss is to Cincinnati, but they're one loss. You know I mean, um, and that's what the thing about, you know, like if you look at Texas A&M at one point, they beat the number one ranked team in the nation. They have three losses, but they beat the number one team during the nation. They've played all of these top 25 games. So I think a little, yeah, I think strength of schedule is a big one. Uh, but number two, I think style points is another big one too, that we sometimes don't think about as much because I don't understand how style points work exactly. I assume it's just how dominant you are as a team. Um, 
but that's when I was reading about the college football rankings and how they do it. Style points was a big one. Did you win every game by 20 plus points? Like, you know, uh, a good example would be Ohio State. If you look at Ohio State's games where they see style points, they see 59 to 7, 52-13, 66-17, 54-7, uh, 59-31, 56-7, like style points. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, I, yeah, it's it's hard. It's going to be hard. I, I still, the more that I thought about it, the more that I really like the idea of having a group of five playoffs and a power five playoffs and then those two winners playing against each other. That I think would be super cool. That makes a lot of sense. Because if we do it this way, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, right? It just it just doesn't make sense, dude. This, this no. Top four, you're going to tell me top four teams in the country who are essentially going to be power fives. If we keep doing it this way, this is what it is. I, I actually agree with that. And I actually, I, I would be on board for that. Have a, have a P5 rank, have a P5, sorry, have a P5 playoff and have a G5 playoff. The winners play each other, national okay. champs. Hypothetically speaking, would you guys pick Wake Forest or Pittsburgh to win the ACC? I would pick Panthers. Who would y'all pick? Sure. Okay, let's go with. Okay, so... I'm gonna. I'll say Wake Forest just to play devil's advocate. Okay. Well, we're picking. <laughs> State. We're gonna say Ohio State. Uh, Conference USA is going to be UTSA, USTA, whatever they're called. United States Tennis Association, you can get it right. We're going with the Huskies because I like the Huskies better. I just don't understand it because they're all Division One football, you know. They're all Division One college football, college football programs. Why are we still separating them? Honestly, and I'm not saying how like our hypotheticals. I'm saying like, well, Kev, seriously, I don't, why don't uh, why don't we viewing them as the same? And if that's the case, then why don't we just split them instead of power five, group of five, just do them division one, division two, division two becomes division three, and just do it that way. I mean, because I no two conference, all conferences are not built alike. You know what I mean? you kind of separate them based off of like how good they are, what they're like compared against other teams. And don't put them in the same division. That I would agree with. I don't think they should be in the same division because it's unfair to lots of people. Yeah. So if you say completely get rid of this argument of give them a shot, if they're in a completely different division. I'm playing a, making a stupid game. No, we're not. We're gonna say the Huskies make four. Okay, do you guys follow like group of five teams at all? Yeah, somewhat this uh, year. UTSA and Houston. Okay, so because those two are in the same, I picked UTSA. So what I did is I went and I took the top five of group of five and power five, and I put them all together in what would be like a large 
tournament, right? So what it is, I knocked off the lowest ranking version of that. So for this conversation, it would be Pitt. No, it would be Utah would be knocked off because they'd be the weakest. So you have Bama, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, and Pitt. Uh, and then Cincinnati, San Diego State University, UTSA, and then the Huskies. So if you went one to four, so it'd be Cincinnati versus the Huskies. It's going to be Cincinnati, right? Who are the Huskies? Sorry. Exactly. Uh, and then you have San Diego State University versus UTSA. I'm being uh, serious. Who are the Huskies? Uh, the Huskies okay. are the Northern Illinois University. Uh, where oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Northern Illinois Huskies. They're in the MAC, the Mid-American Conference. Right now they have a uh, eight and four overall record, six and two in their division. Um, they've been pretty good for a while. They would have to play the Red Hawks, who are six and five. They're just not nearly as good of a team. Um, I thought the, the I thought the seven and five Michigan Broncos were going to do better than that, but they did not do better than that. Um, so okay, so would you guys pick UTSA or San Diego State University realistically? UTSA. UTSA, Kev, I assume you'd say the same. Yeah. Okay. So let's say UTSA. So let's, let's say UTSA in Cincinnati. Who would you pick realistically? UTSA. Kevin, would you agree? No, I'd go Cincinnati. And no offense to UTSA, I just think Cincinnati is a little better. Uh, but I think it'd be a good game, but I think Cincinnati would win. A good game because it'd be defense versus offense, and that would be a lot of fun to watch. I think Cincinnati and Huskies probably not. It would just be a demolition. So now let's say you went because Bama one, Ohio State two, Oklahoma three, Pitt four. So let's say you went Bama and Pitt. Who would you guys pick, Bama or Pitt? Bama. Bama. Okay. Now would you put Oklahoma State or Ohio State? Ohio State. Ohio State. Okay. Now, would you pick Bama <clears throat> or Oklahoma State? Who? Bama or Oklahoma – or, excuse me, Ohio State. I'm sorry. Bama or Ohio State? Ooh. This year, Ohio State. Kev? I agree with that. Ohio State? Okay. So, you would actually get an all-Ohio game. If you were to do it like we had just set up, you would see Cincinnati take on the Huskies and win. You would see UTSA play San Diego State University and upset the two seed because they have a higher ranking, and they would move on. You would get the Cincinnati and UTSA, which would be great for a group of five because that's exactly who everybody is talking about. You would see Pitt, Oklahoma State, Ohio State, and Bama playing because that would be the top four out of the five. I think Utah would be the bottom because of record and strength of schedule. So you would see Bama take on Pitt and win easily. You would see Ohio, Oklahoma State take on Ohio State. Um, and you would see Ohio State win because Ohio State's just really good versus the Big 12. They're just built to beat us. Then, you, of course, you would get Bama and Ohio State, which would be a huge game. Everybody watches. That's a national championship version game. So then you would see Cincinnati play Ohio State in the college football, like, overall playoffs. I don't know what you would call it, but that would be, like, the game to decide who is like the best best. Do you think that would be fair overall? Do you think a game versus Cincinnati coming through those four teams versus Ohio coming through those four teams 
would be the fairest way to find out who is the best team in the country. It's more fair than what's going on now. Where did Georgia go in this scenario? Uh, they lost to Bama because they're going to lose to Bama. They can't beat Bama. They can't. Historically, they have shown they can't beat Bama. And this is all, you know, for funsies anyway. I mean, this is Pitt going over. Utah is questionable. The Huskies making them would be questionable. This is just kind of slapdash. You know what I mean? Did you also, think- Georgia hasn't played a ranked opponent. No, no single team that Georgia has played has been a ranked opponent when they played them. Did you guys know that? Except for one team, which was uh, the Clemson Tigers first game of the season. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm looking at it now. And they played UAB, they played UAB second game of the season and just absolutely rolled them. Um, you don't think Georgia would beat Bama this year? I don't know. Why? They don't. <laughs> they don't. Like histor- historically speaking, you're just you're you're confident that they just historically don't, so they're not yeah. being- so you're you're assuming that Georgia loses the Bama in the SEC championship and still doesn't make the top four. Uh, I was doing it based off of um, each conference. So okay. I say conference number one for each Got conference. It. Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Not necessarily who's the number one or who's one through four. Because if it's one through four, then, yeah, it's Georgia, Alabama. Uh, the, so essentially you just went conference champions and they play each other, right? Yes. Sorry. I guess I didn't explain that part very well. Yeah, I went okay. conference champions all playing each other. The best four of those then move on um, to so uh, that'd be so that'd be a playoff of how many? Ten. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, eight. I did eight. I dropped off the bottom two and did two groups of four, basically. I think yeah. I think that works, man. All all conference champions deserve a shot. Like, do you think that's the fairest way to do it? If you pick conference champions, two again, different brackets, group of five, power five. Again, it's more fair than what's going on now. I honestly think so, yeah. There is – what is happening now is understandable, but what is happening now also doesn't make any sense at all. Sure. Honestly, I don't even think you should do it against power five versus group of five, honestly. Would you just take like all 10, rank them one through 10, and then have them play each other? Yeah. yeah do something like that. Or you take yeah. your power five and your group of five, and you do the top versus top, second, second, third, 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 fourth, fourth, all the way down for those five. And then. Or would you do this? Sorry. I mean, I don't mean to interrupt your thought, Kev. Would you do this? Because I saw Rich Eisen. Um, uh, suggested this. I think it was last season, actually. Do do uh, power five champions? So yeah, power five champions and three at large bids. Is that fair? Do you give everybody else a chance to basically just have the best season they can to try to try to win an at large bid? Does at large are those like guaranteed to not power five? schools or is it like anybody gets a shot i think it should be but i think think if you do it that way yes it would have to be guaranteed to to other power five schools or not sorry to g5 schools yeah if you don't win the if you don't win if you don't win in your in your conference and you're in if you're in the p5 
Sorry. Is that not fair? No. Because let's say, like, for example, if it's Alabama at 9-1 and one, plays 10-0 and 0 Georgia for the SEC championship and Georgia loses, so you have two 9-1 teams or 10-1 teams, you're going to give it to what could potentially be like a multi-loss team from a weaker division? Over what we're doing now, given it's a multi-loss teams now? You're not. Nobody in the top four is multi-loss. Well, they would be if there would if there was. No. There's never been a two-loss team in the college football playoffs. Yeah. I was about to say, they don't, they don't do that. Yeah. Yes. Even if we did, what, top eight? There would be one two-loss team in Baylor Correct. who has a shot to win the Big 12. You know I mean, Oklahoma Correct. could potentially do it if they beat Oklahoma State and then win the Big 12, they'd be a one-loss team. Uh, San Diego, think- UTSA, and Houston don't have a shot, even though they're only a one-loss team. They're just too, too far down. You know what I mean? I think the way you did it works. Conference, champions. conference champions get a shot. Either do it that way or do it P5 champion versus G5 champion. Well, that wasn't even all the conference championships champions because he dropped two of them. Right. You could add like an independent and then an at large so that you can get in that last, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because, we, yeah, we didn't think about the independents. So you could do an independent bid and an at large bid. You know what I mean? To what, make it 12? I was asking for too much now. <laughs> I think if you leave it at 10, since they're power five, you give them some type of bonus there. So the two top conferences with the overall best winning percentage get first round buys. Yeah, buy. And then you have the other three of the power five and the five of the group of five playing the playoffs in the first round of the playoffs. Which brings you down to, was that six? I don't know, Kev. I didn't go to school for math. Sorry. Didn't you go to school for accounting? No, did not, sir. Did you go to school for? What was your degree in? Communications. Oh, I don't know why I thought it was accounting for some reason. You thought I went to school for accounting? Yeah, like as long as I've known you, I thought you went to school for accounting. What? (laughs) I don't know. Bro, do you do you know me? I do. I was like, and that's why I thought it was so impressive. I'm like, damn, you really like overcame some shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude. Weird, 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 uh, off, off topic tangent, but dude, math and I were never friends. The only, the the only, the, the only year I was, uh, had a good relationship with math was Matt was freshman algebra for some reason, dude, you know, my dad, um, I do. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) dude, homework was not fun. Like in elementary school and middle school, (laughs) like for some reason, like freshman algebra, something clicked, something clicked. Don't know what it was. It, but after freshman algebra, it also it went away because it clicked. Hey, I get freshman algebra or I get algebra. I know what this is. After that, it went back away. <laughs> Somebody started adding more than just X and Y. Like, no, exactly, no, no, no. dude. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
We're gonna throw a Z in there. Oh You're god, like, no, that's nah. too much. That's Y'all too need to much. settle. <laughs> a plus B is what? No, A plus B are letters. This is math. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm weird. I only uh, I'm only good at like functional math. So like when I took anthropology, we had to do like math equations to measure like distance from like eye to eye and nose to like different kind of like mathematical measurements and then do math to like figure out length and width of like a skull so that we could understand like what group that they were in with homo species that they were in mm-hmm. like that made sense to me but for whatever reason like just algebra and everything like i struggle with adding i i literally <laughs> when i go to a restaurant like i'll add like on the other receipt, like how to do like the tip and stuff. And I take that home because I don't want the server to think I'm stupid. I'm like, can't do math in my head. <laughs> this is how bad I am, dude. So right now I have a, I have a, about to be a three month old. He, he eats every four hours. I we still have to count on our fingers four hours. Like you just, <laughs> you have to stop and think, okay, what time is it? Okay. Four hours from now. Okay. Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how bad it is, dude. That's funny. <laughs> I believe, yeah i would do that too though i would yeah i'd be bad at that you know that's kind of a sequencing but anyway doesn't matter yeah anyways i like the way you did it uh conference conference champions i don't know what uh, what are you what are you doing kev yeah what do you, math? why are you why are your eyes so furrowed your yeah, brows dude. so furrowed thinking. that's not good kevin's kevin yeah, is thinking it's ever a good thing ever since kevin has joined the show he's been our he's been our bright mind <laughs> they could do it kind of like the NBA does did their playoffs last year. They have 10 teams in the playoffs, but they have four teams vying for the last two spots. Those last four teams are the group of five teams that didn't have the best record of the five. You have those four teams play two games. You have your seven and eight seed versus your nine and 10. And the winners of those two te- games make it into the college football playoffs. That how way, do you decide who's most, how do you decide who's most worthy? Do you just go record. based off, do you go, you go off record and tiebreaker would be conference winning percentage against other, uh, against non-conference. Say that again. You could do it as, Record, obviously, your conference right. championship record would be Dang. your primary tiebreaker. After that, you could do it by conference winning percentage against non-conference opponents. Okay. Okay. I understand. I'm confused. So, like, how well does your conference do against other conferences? So, like, let's say everybody in the Pac-12 played everybody in the Big Ten, right? Because they're both 10 teams right now, whatever the case is. And let's say the Big Ten won six out of 10 games. Well, they'd have a 60% winning percentage. So, if there was a tie between a Big Ten and a Big 12 team, the Big Ten team would win because they did better versus non-conference opponents. They had a 60% record versus the Big 12's 40% record. Is that right? Did I get that right, Kevin? The percentages, I'm, I'm kind of missed on some of the things you're saying, but yeah, basically that's it. Um, but it'll be more for the group of five schools for the seeding purposes at the end. 
Sure. For that five, uh, for the seven, eight, nine, ten spots, where those four teams would be battling for two spots in the college football playoffs. Fair enough. Okay. See, I still just don't understand why we can't do it like the FCS does. They, I think they have everybody in the playoffs. Well, how do they do their schedule? Because as you said, it's more wear and tear. I mean, it's pretty much the same. I mean, they just play everybody. You know what I mean? Hold on. FCS playoffs. 2021 FCS playoff bracket. First round. Semis championship. Yeah, what is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, and we, we can't do that in Division One. No, obviously, obviously not. We can't. Because there's too much money in the bowl games. Make them the bowl games, dude. How hard is that? How hard is that to figure out? Well, that's basically what they did with the college football playoffs, Sugar Bowl and the, mm-hmm. the Fiesta Bowl. Why don't you think they do that? Like, why do you think – Or Rose Bowl. Why do you genuinely think they don't do that? Well, actually, I don't know. I'm just saying that to say that. Um yeah, I don't know. Maybe just I don't know. Maybe because the minds the mindset is always there of P5s will always be stronger than G5s. Just plain and simple. Your Georgias, your Alabamas, this year not your Clemsons, but your, you know, all those guys are always going to be more more dominant than all the others. So why have a playoff system? Or why have a larger playoff system? I think it's the mindset, honestly. I really do. At this point, it's there's well, no- even if that's the case, there's only like three or four G5s in the top 25, so they'll lose and then whatever. You know what I mean? You still get more, like, bigger talent. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't understand college football. <laughs> this is like of, – of recent years, this is one of the years I've been, I've been playing close attention, obviously, because UTSA, but – just because of growing interest in everybody else. It's like, it's, it's fun to see what Cincinnati is also doing. And it's just fun to keep up with everybody else just because, you know, invested finally for once. And yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. The, the current system does not make sense to me. I, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Me neither. All righty. Want to do favorite things since we didn't do it in part one. Oh Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I wasn't trying to take a shot at you, but um, no, 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 you're good. Uh, well, I was. Both segments have run pretty long, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go with uh, UTSA staying undefeated after a se- after a se- like a serious threat against UAB. That was what a game, man. Yep. Justin Verlander back with the Astros. Dude, talk about a highlight that I didn't mention. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did not see that one coming, honestly. I didn't see that Kinda one. Kind of one. He, he uh, declined the 
the qualifying offer of $18.4 million, signed a one-year deal with the Astros for $25 million with a player option for an additional $25 million the following year. So if he doesn't think he did well enough next season and wants to play again, he can opt into his other $25 million year contract for 2023. So. There you go. Did you see Correa had a a lunch with um, his old his old manager. Yeah, I think honestly we're just reading too much into that. Oh yeah, AJ Hinch still I think has a home in Houston. Correa obviously lives in Houston. They're friends. Yeah, I think they're just having lunch. There's not honestly. much to that. There's not much to that. If Correa wants to compete and still have a chance at a ring, he ain't going to Tigers. Oh, he's still got years left, and if he feels that they're heading in the right direction, he feels he can maybe be a franchise piece for them. I could see him doing it. But I don't know if Detroit wants to pay 10 years, $330 million for him. Monday. Alex? Uh, I just love that we can sometimes in sports burst the bubble of perception is reality, reality is perception, whatever you want to say. Jamal Adams, who's supposed to be this above average free or strong safety free safety player and they're you know they traded a bunch of pieces for him all this kind of good stuff uh just recently tied and i say just recently because he's been in the league for a few years vince <laughs> will folk the nose guard who weighs like 400 pounds for career interceptions of three three <laughs> in fairness he's not known as uh, uh, an interception type safety he's more of a uh, blitzing safety yeah but come on yeah I agree three. Say, three, no say, say three again three <laughs> 30 Thir- and oh thank you <laughs> oh, wait, they, they, there's a reason the Seahawks aren't as good giving up all their first First round picks and to the Jets, which by the way, the Jets draft too because of that trade. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what whatever. Happy Thanksgiving. I love you boys. Um continue to be good to yourself and be good to each other out there. Don't drink and drive, don't text and drive. Later. Peace. See ya.